Hi everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Making and Mending podcast. Firstly, thank you so much for coming along to my many names changes. I feel good with this one. I noticed that there are two new podcasts called Creative Rituals, which made me feel like, oh, actually, maybe it's time for a change uh, to make it really clear who I am and, you know, make it easier for, for other new people to search for my podcast. It's called Making and Mending, <laughs> which is what we're going to explore this year. And I think there's so many different dimensions to that. Um, there's making, creativity, meaning making, materiality, textile history. Recovery is a really big topic for me. Disability, the body, clothing, comfort items. Anyway, <laughs> more of that soon. Today, I want to talk about stitching spells for mental health so obviously I'm not a medical professional I'm just sharing from my own experience and as always I'm inviting you to just listen with curiosity and leave whatever doesn't feel exciting or good to you I have a few small updates before I dive in I'm reorganizing my web design practice this year I'm gonna be offering six custom web design projects they can be booked for February, April, June, July, October, and November. And I'm offering 5% off for people who book more than three months ahead. And that is fun. <laughs> it gives you a chance to prepare with my guidance for the project, which I think is really beneficial for you as a client as well. But it's also kind of an effort to make my own practice more sustainable and great for my mental health, which is you know, what we're talking about today. The second update is that the Stitching Together community has officially begun yesterday with our first call, but you're really welcome to join us at any point. Um, I hope this is a long-term, many years to come project for me. It's running through my Patreon. There are two different tiers at which you can pledge. Um, I'm offering a dis discounted rate until the 11th, and that will be locked in for as long as you're a member. And I'm offering like a monthly Skillshare, a PDF that's beautifully designed with book recommendations and podcasts and that are not my own and um, a video that I record for you where I'm really showing you how I am working and make some project suggestions um, and all kinds of other good things like journaling prompts. And then we have three live sessions every month where we get together to light candles and craft and stitch and take care of ourselves. So I'll link to that in the show notes. Okay, so I want to begin by telling you a little bit more about how I began the year. I had a trip to the Isle of Lewis planned for a few days. A friend of mine was going to drive and we had to cancel that because of a snowstorm. It didn't feel safe enough to go. And I kind of was really sad. Well, firstly, I was quite sad about that. But I also had this energy stored because I really rested a lot that week to be able to go in the car and um, leave home and so I had all this time and energy and I decluttered really hard and that made me quite happy that was a good thing for me to pick myself up and I really organized my art and craft materials which is something I want to talk about today as well I made some elderberry syrup yesterday to kind of help all my friends get through the rest of winter with good immunity that's a beautiful January ritual that I really love and I've been very gently starting to think about the year, writing a little bit, drawing cards, but also resting a lot for sure. 
one of the projects I want to work on this year that is really very much related to mental health is my 100, 100 dream projects. Um, and that came about because I was thinking about all these cool people on the internet who have these like one a week or one a day projects and who do something like 365, you know, drawings a year or something. And I was always like, gosh, that's that's so cool, but it would be way too much for me. And I know attempting something like that would mean I'm setting myself up for failure in a way because um, that's just too much. I couldn't, you know, I'm not that consistent. I need time off. But I also really wanted kind of that commitment to really exploring embroidery and textile practice this year and also to create a lot of samples that I can refer back to and develop new ideas from to really kind of come to a place of more confidence with my own visual language. So what I came up with with was the 100 dream projects where I'm making 100 tiny pieces, like just really small squares, roughly two a week, might take like 10 to 20 minutes uh, with each of them. So it feels much more achievable. But 100 is also an incredible number, right? Like at the end of the year, I'll be looking back at this quite substantial body of work. And I really hope that I can see clear themes emerging in terms of shape and color and symbolism and meaning that I would then want to explore further and really take into the rest of my life. So that's exciting. What helped me get ready for that project was actually really to strip away quite a bit, which I mentioned as I was, you know, tidying up so much and really decluttering. I'm doing a, a course at the moment that is about finding your creative identity. And it sounds silly, but I went into my stack of embroidery threads, for example, and I took out all the bright colors that felt overwhelming and stressful to me. Now, to many other people, these colors would have been perfectly beautiful and just bright and playful, but I knew like a lime green is just never going to be my truth. I love gentle, natural, slightly muted color palettes, and now I'm opening the drawer and it feels so much more inspiring and fun to look at for me because I know I love every single shade that's in there and I also know that I'm going to use all of it. So I've donated the rest and that's really cool. I think sometimes prioritizing mental health in your creative practice is so much about lowering the bar, knowing who you are and stripping away anything that is overwhelming or non-essential. I also feel like this year I want to think more about how my creativity has changed over the years, but also how there's always been this thread of alchemizing experiences. And I think for me that began more intentionally at about the time of 2017, 2018, when I started my Patreon and I began the monthly magic um, program, which ran for two years. And every month I put together these like ritual kits with recipes and ideas and journaling prompts. And I think with the group and the accountability of that, I really became clearer on how I am reflecting on this on the more difficult experiences of my life such as assault or isolation or being bullied at school in my work and how I'm reclaiming my own boundaries my comfort my beauty through the things I'm making and that's yeah something I really want to continue doing this year and center even more in my work another aspect 
that I see as kind of like stitching mental health um, spells is really allowing myself without any shame these spaces to experience flow states because textile history has long been a really exciting special interest to me and I think it's easy for me to be like well you know it's not really part of my work there's really no you know official <laughs> validated reason for me to spend hours and hours listening to podcasts or reading these books but the thing is it gives me so much joy and I feel like I've been doing this for years and things are clicking together in my mind now about the bigger picture of the human experience and material culture and history and I'm just like you know what this brings me joy why not you know and so I think a, yeah a big part in my invitation to you is also to think about where do you get those flow states you know where can you allow yourself more generosity with just indulging in something that you feel excited about whether that is connected to your work or anything else that is conventionally seen as important you know make more space for that by the way I love listening to um, a podcast called Sue Ward by Dr. Isabella Rosner Rosner who is also a new creator at the Royal School of Needlework which is so exciting to me very big fan the Sue Ward so what so what <laughs> I always never really know how to pronounce that word but anyway it's such a cool podcast all about the history of embroidery and I love it so much I've listened to literally every single episode sometimes twice and I'm still getting so much out of it another big topic for me in mental health and stitching is finding the right level of gentle accountability so I think there's a spectrum and on one end is perfectionism really rigid rules thinking a lot about production and what things look like and whether they're good enough and at the end of, end of the spectrum is this kind of looseness where I just kind of have an intention but I'm really not doing anything about it and then I become frustrated I feel guilty for even buying materials because I'm not using them and I feel like I'm letting myself down a little bit so I want to find that sweet spot in the middle where I have just enough accountability to really stick to it but I'm not stressing out about it and that is kind of how I created the Stitching Together community where we're dropping into the space together, everyone works on their own stuff, there's no particular outcome expectation but you have a framework to lean into and I need that too, that's always why I do what I do, right, because I need those things myself. Um, so that's exciting to me um but maybe you know accountability looks like something else for you maybe it's more like doing a few minutes of stitch every day or talking about it with a friend or reading a book about it that feels exciting to you so whatever that is another thing I like to think about is this idea of re removing barriers especially for difficult times so I'm recording this at the beginning of January it's the coldest darkest time of the year in Scotland the holidays are over but everyone is going back to work so it's a tricky spot for a lot of people and what I really enjoyed doing last weekend when I had that unexpected time to myself was to prepare three really beautiful stitching projects so I I picked the fabric, I ironed it a little bit, then I put it in a hoop, I made sure it's really taut, I selected my color palette and I transferred the design from a drawing onto the fabric. 
using carbon paper and so now and then I put these like in a neat little uh, linen bag and they're all ready to go like even the needle is threaded and that means that when I feel really low I don't have much energy maybe I have a pain flare I can start these projects and I can get into stitching right away without getting um, to the more boring stuff like where's my needle what color do I want to use where's my transfer paper oh my god you know everything is a mess I don't know how to start like that would be really difficult so my invitation here is for you to think about like what ex what barriers are you experiencing when you're having a bad day but you have time and you want to sit in bed and stitch or draw a paint or whatever you know what is stopping you what is making it hard in those moments and can you maybe use that extra unexpected time that you might have or ask a friend or use an energy burst that you might experience to put those things in place and remove those barriers for the more tricky days so that you know you're taking care of your future self basically that's so cool um what else what else oh yeah one more aspect of like stitching mental health spells for me is working with little amulets so I love the idea of um, stitching little patches that I can wear in my pyjama around my neck under my pillow they're really soft so I enjoy them against my skin I often work with like scraps of velvet for example and I just stitch like a little symbol on it for example recently I stitched a snail so I was having a period of being so slow there was ice on the ground and I was walking like a little penguin I didn't really go anywhere and I just felt like a little bit stuck so I was like hey snails know what that is about <laughs> and I embroidered one it's really sweet and fun and I now like touching that a lot and I've just wrote on it instead you know it's beautiful to be slow um and yeah you know that's so simple but it has a lot of meaning and I wonder if you can do any of that for yourself as well so let me recap stitching for mental health bringing spells in what could that look like Firstly, thinking about the right kind of gentle accountability and where you sit on that spectrum. Finding a way to participate because it can feel so easy when you're struggling to feel like you're outside of creative communities, you're not able to participate. So coming up with your own project or your own goals, such as my 100 dream projects, can be a really nice way to know that you're part of this community and you're participating in a way that's accessible and meaningful to you then wondering where you find your flow states and how you might be able to give yourself more of them and then finally removing any barriers that might stop you from practicing when you could actually really use a moment of creativity so i hope that was helpful in some way again if you feel like it please consider joining stitching together we'd love to have you i'll link to it in the show notes and I'm sending so much love to your January. Bye.